From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 250. That's right. I've been doing this podcast now for a crazy long time. So thank you to everyone who has either joined in recently or has been a long-time listener. This one is for you. I sat down with Noah Taylor and Daniel Grant to suffer through a very, very long film. All right, so we're sitting down to watch Gone with the Wind. I This is our 250th episode. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. That's cr- which means I've been doing this podcast for five years, which is insane. Wow. Uh, and so... Uh, I have seen this film, but not probably since I was in high school. And I'm here uh, with Noah. Uh, I have not seen this film, uh, and that's I suggested this film. I think for our 200th, but we didn't have time to squeeze it in. But I've been trying to suggest it because I think this is literally the only way I will ever watch this movie. Yeah, I'm Daniel. Uh, I was happy Noah suggested it because yeah, I, I don't think I would watch this unless it was for a podcast. And I think it was in my house. I think we owned. Like the double VHS of it, oh. and I still did not watch it. Yeah, I watched it in high school because I was trying to go through like the AFI list at mm-hmm. that point, uh, and I never did. But this was one that I think I got a cheap copy of, and I and I and I didn't. I know I don't remember a lot. I remember little things, but um, not enough that I could be like, "Oh, I'm really looking forward to it," or not looking forward to it. I think I enjoyed it okay. enough. I'm sure now, because now that was oh god, twenty years ago that I saw it, if not more. Uh, I'm like, I'm convinced it's going to be poorly dated in some very specific ways, yeah. which we will get into, but, um, we'll keep the intro short because we got a fuckload of movie to watch. Oh yeah. All but right. what do you gents know about this movie? Um, okay. Well, so the, it is the highest ranked one on AFI that I had not seen. Uh, all I know about it is that it's like this romantic epic set against the civil war. Um, but I feel like it does not get revisited the same way those other Top AFI films do it like Casablanca, Lawrence of Arabia. Because it's three, four hours it's, long. Yeah, it's too long. And it, so I'm not. In, I'm anticipating that it's to not enjoy it is my <laughs> is, is my anticipation. It's going to be like a bit of a chore. I think. I'm hoping to be proved wrong. Um, I but, think that's a healthy way to go into a movie yeah. like this. It's going. Yeah. I'm going to hate it. And then if you don't, anything anything better than that is a surprise. But yeah, no one really watches it anymore, I feel like. And I feel like it's almost kind of getting knocked down to like the level of like Birth of a Nation because of the problematic things where it's like, oh, it's a great film, but like but, we don't need to watch it. And you only hear about it when it's getting like removed from streaming programs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine I will like it uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons, but I think uh, I will hopefully enjoy certain filmmaking techniques that are put on display. I, I think that's the best 
outcome outcome for me. Yeah, for context, like this is what 1940 or 39. 39. This is the same year as is um Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. So this is like for the Oscar yeah, uh, right. fight of the year. This was like Wizard of Oz versus Gone with the Wind. Well, both directed by Victor Fleming. That's well, right. the Wizard of Oz was one weird because they had like four directors. Yeah, a bunch of un- yeah. I, I noticed. Yeah. I looked but, at both. He gets the credit. I they think. both have a bunch of uncredited directors on on them. So yeah, I'm sure it was. But I, I think like it's it's something that's not been repeated. The closest thing I can think of is like Jurassic Park and Schindler's List when Spielberg had that year in '93 yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Soderbergh like, had a year too where he had like uh, Traffic and, and Brockovich. Or was it Traffic and, or was it Oceans and Bro- there was no? He, he was nominated for I think Brockovich and Traffic in tw- in two thousand. But again, those are still kind of like similar movies. Whereas like I think like the I, I love the dichotomy of like Gone with the Wind and Wizard of Oz or like Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. That's yeah. but I think it's interesting because I've heard like Shakespeare talk about that, and it was just like Shakespeare <laughs> Spielberg talk about it, and I think he said because he shot Schindler's first, yeah. Um, no, he shot Jurassic yeah, Park and then first. he was doing Schindler's yeah. during post. But he, yeah. yeah, and so he, it was like he says it was perfect because it was so dour making Schindler's obviously for. Um, but he was able to like at different points during the day or in the evening to be able to like watch like cuts from Jurassic or like look at vis effects and just be like have a moment of reprieve. Yeah, from so he's like for him it was like the perfect antidote okay. of like being able to make that movie and not like just lose himself in it too much in a bad way uh great well let's dive into this potential torture fest (laughs) and uh we'll see you all it'll be four hours for us but it'll be mere moments for you let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat all right well we just finished we survived we did it Mm -hmm. uh all right who wants to go first uh, I, <laughs> so I, I think I was right there. I wasn't really going to get on board with this movie. Um, but I did, the stuff that I found weird wasn't what I thought it would be. I think it was really what, what Noah was saying during the movie was like, who am I supposed to like in this movie? Yeah. And the other thing I thought was weird was for how long it is, there's a lot of people telling you what happened off screen. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't we just see that? Yeah. That was my big note I had, too. A lot of the most interesting stuff seemed to happen off screen. And it was just, like, people talking about it. Even, like, some of, like, Mammy's best lines when there was, like, oh, their whole line about their their, their mules dressed as horses. It's like, well, why don't we just hear Mammy say that? Like, we're not saving time here. Well, even that whole, like, sequence Mammy's describing as they're going up the staircase. Yeah. She's like, he lost his fucking mind. And they yeah. had this amazing fight. Like, that's... Well, I yeah. wanted to... Why can't we see that? Yeah, yeah, her describing the fight really drove it home. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, there's smaller things for it, But it's just like, we're really going to listen to her describe the fight? Yeah. yeah. They yada yada over a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, all the war stuff. Like, now, if you were to remake this now, like, you'd see those wars... You'd, you'd see it's, way more of the war... I think you'd definitely see like Ashley in prison or something like that. Yeah, you'd you'd have a slightly different focus. Uh, It was interesting watching this time because I I forgot all about the Ashley story and about like I couldn't I didn't remember that. Yeah. Um, But also because it's interesting about Charlotte uh, Scarlet because she's such a shit. Yes. But also like at least for the first half or the middle area anyway, like she's a shit throughout. Yeah. But. There's so many moments where she could bail and take off for good, but she still sticks around and does, and does the right thing. I agree. But then as soon as, like, the wealth, as soon as, like, after that, you know, halfway mark where she 
grabs the dirt and she's like, I'll, and throws up on the rock. Yeah, throws up on the raw carrot. And he's like, I'll never be hungry again. And she's all, it's it's interesting because it's almost like her like deciding to be an anti-hero and going, I'm I don't give a shit we're mm-hmm. a good person anymore. I'll just beg and cheat and claw and steal my way to, to whatever I need. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was gonna be her going from the very clear child she was at the beginning, but even by the end of the movie, people are still like, You're a child. And I'm like, I mean, they're not wrong. I thought mm-hmm. she was gonna be even if she was like owning her anti-hero status, just feel a bit more experienced and mature than she ends up feeling. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I just felt like I thought there was going to be more growth for her, even if I don't end up thinking she's a better person like Melanie or something like that. Well, her growth kind of peaks halfway through. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. um, really her arc is realizing that she loves Rhett, I guess, yeah. or that she doesn't love Ashley really. Or just that she's just the worst, kind of like like just like too, too, like, like 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 she doesn't have an arc, but she does get comeuppance. Like she ends up like uh, like by all like by herself at least. Like it that's was my biggest surprise was that I always imagined this was kind of one of the great romances, but there's nothing romantic about this movie at all. Yeah, no. like uh, all those like famous posters of like Clark Gable like embracing Vivian Lee. In actuality, that's either not in the movie or it's a scene where she's like trying to wriggle away from him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, oh, yeah. Was, that was a big. I mean, I knew it had to end on frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So I knew there was gonna be no like true love for her, but I was like. Ah, he, I mean, he, for all intents and purposes, rapes her. Like, mm-hmm. kinda, like that's, like, the last thing. And then the next scene is her smiling. So I was yeah. like, I don't know what this movie's getting well, at here. It, it kinda, I kind of thought it was, like, establishing that trope that's in all those rom-coms that we're trying to get away from now, where it's like, he'll wear her down. Like, she'll come around. If I just keep, like, yeah. being persistent, like, she'll love me. Which, like, she kind of does, I guess, at the end. But he's kind of, like, already like, no, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> but also, she doesn't realize she loves him until... She's like, so you never loved me, Ashley. So it's almost like, yeah. so that's the problem. Is she doesn't, it's not like Ashley throws himself at her and she's <laughs> like, no, no, actually, I love Rhett. It's like she realizes, oh, this is never going to work out. Yeah. Maybe Rhett's, maybe number choice number four. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I've been waiting for your wife to die and oh, she's dead and you still don't want me? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so go find Rhett. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought, that was the thing is, I thought she would have, she already knew. That she didn't really love him, but was kind of like, well, I don't care. This is what I want to do right now. But mm-hmm. it turns out, no, she really only figured that out at the end. Yeah. And it's funny. I'd forgotten. I knew that it ended on a famous line, but I forgot that it was the whole, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And it's like, oh, yeah, I should have known this. Like, <laughs> if I'd remembered that, I would have, you know, like you said, tipped me off that they don't end up together. They had to really, really uh, fight for that line. Because yeah. at that point, the Hayes Production Code, like, that was that was a big swear. Yeah. They, I was surprised they said the D word. Yeah, like I was like, oh, I can't believe this movie ends on damn. Like, well, I mean, the, the, that the script, the last line. The script was darn. Okay, yeah. and and Gable did that, and they they, they only did one take of damn. Oh, and, okay. and I think um, I think Selznick fought for it because he's like, it's a pretty great. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have a bigger issue with her shooting that guy point blank in the face with that Sam Peckinpah shot where he just like the just get the blood the, yeah like the whole bloody face uh, shotgun. That was her hero moment. I, I'm so, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't we didn't like just hear about that after the fact. I'm surprised that that, that wasn't just discussed by other characters and it happened off screen. Miss Scarlet shot him in the face. <laughs> well, because yeah. they they seemed everyone talked about her so negatively and I was like 
surely shooting someone in the face would be something you'd be like, you know, you can't really trust her. <laughs> Not a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can shoot a Yankee in the face and everyone's fine with it. Fair. But the I fact that it. they had to hide the body was surprising. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like nobody would give a shit. Well, the war was over, I think, at that point, wasn't it? So I guess technically right. now, it's, Maybe it now it's murder. Yeah. It is because they still had to take what the... Union soldiers were saying seriously, like, hey, we're going to be just outside your house waiting for your um, husbands. So I guess, yeah, it would have been a problem if someone in their uniform was turned up dead. Yeah, that's true. But at that point, because it was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, there's so much to unpack in this movie. It's it's gorgeous. Like, it's, yes. it was the first um, color film to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense. Forty nine. Um, thirty nine. For, thirty nine. Yes, 39, thank you. Yeah. Um, but just like we were talking about when the shot came up, with that great shot where uh, she's walking through all like the dead, the wounded, yeah. and the dead, yeah. and just pans back and pulls back, and you know, half of them, if not more, are dummies. Yeah. But you can't even you like. Can't on, tell. I was on actually screen, trying to look. I was trying to tell. Yeah, like, I would. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. You can just tell by the one. It's like the ones that aren't moving are probably. Dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, but that's the way they're set up is pretty good. Yes. Yeah, it was a technical marvel. Like I loved like the a lot of the shot compositions. Like were like mm-hmm. gorgeous and yeah, he directed, directed the hell out of that thing. It won a bunch of special Oscars for like technical yeah. achievements and this and that for like you know, yeah. sp- that visual effects like the green screen like those silhouette shots mm-hmm. where yeah. like the sun is setting in the background and yeah. Yeah. Those are all fucking gorgeous. It was like a like a great year for movies like we already discussed. There was Wizard of Oz, but also that year there was like Stagecoach and like in the Oscar run, I think Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, a few other big ones. But this one kind of swept all the big ones. Vivian Lee won Best uh, Actress, yep. which I think in this case just was like the most acting. <laughs> I think it was like their kind of... bad in it. Like, I, I liked... As much as I don't like her character, I liked her some subtle stuff she was doing in the yeah. in terms of going she went big, but there was also like just certain eyebrow movements she made that I thought like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's threading some sort of she deal did. here. Like I, I, I felt like she had a plan for her character. It's yeah. just Speaking I didn't of, really like where they ended up with her. Speaking of eyebrows, I think we should talk a little bit about Clark Gable's performance as well. Like, one of my first notes after his first scene was, I think, that like his his mustache is as expressive as most people's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyebrows are as expressive as like most actors' dialogue. But he also kind of always has this look where he's like, like you know someone when they have like a cigarette in their mouth and all the smoke's getting in their face? Mm-hmm. He kind of has that like permanent look, like the kind of cringing, but I enjoyed him still. I love him in this movie. <laughs> like, I think like, what's interesting, especially for the first half, of, I'd say even the first three quarters of the movie and his mm-hmm. performance, he's just constantly amused by everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not kind of phased by most things. It's, yeah. He's definitely like a man of privilege. Right. He is, but I also like that he's like uh, poking at the things that we should be poking at. Like, he's like, I mean, the he's, South is trying to do this. This is stupid. And pointing out how stupid Scarlet is being about certain things. So I mm-hmm. liked that part. And then they lost me with his whole, hey, you, you've denied me every night. You're not going to deny me tonight. And I was like, oh, yeah, when he rapes her? Yeah, yeah. Like, nah. But she's happy the next morning, so she's yeah, that's, deep down. So, but, like, yeah. up until that point, I was like, well, at least there's uh, Rhett Butler. And no, then, and by that point, yeah, they just they just they destroyed each other. Yeah. But, but, but up to that point, it's like, I think all the way through, he is almost like the subconscious of the audience. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. the things they're saying, it's like, this is stupid. Why are you so excited about war? Yeah. The way he calls her out on every on all her shit marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Noah's comment: As soon as she married the first guy, he's like, "That guy's not going to last." No, and I then didn't two, see that coming. Two yeah, seconds later, he was gone. No, it was literally yeah, a letter, the, the wedding scene, a letter about his death, and then his funeral. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So fast. Uh, Mammy, uh, Harriet uh, McDaniel, who played Mammy, she was the first uh, non-Caucasian to win an Oscar ever. Yeah, Hattie. Hattie. And then she was the first uh, nominee as well. It was only the 12th. Oh, Hattie. Did I say Harriet? Yeah. It was was also only the 12th Oscars ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this this came out of the... But yeah, she was the first But it was interesting because I thought this year there was a big thing about how... um, I can't remember her name, but she won for West Side Story. Uh, Rita Marino? Yeah, they were making a big deal about her. She was the first... Latino. Um, Latino, maybe it's yeah. first Latino to win Best yeah. Actress. Yeah, Supporting. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Because I'm like, I know she was a first of some yeah. thing, but I was like, well, it's not first, like... Wouldn't be per- yeah. first person. No, color, because, but, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. traditionally, that's where they give the Oscars to people that are... Supporting, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, until Poitier, right? But mm-hmm. uh, she was... But it's interesting, and I'm curious about both of your opinions on this, like, I... Like, we're still in the we're still in the pre James Dean era of acting that just kind of changed acting mm-hmm. into more nuanced and, and natural acting, and so you know the character everyone's got that bit of a like a theatrical lilt to it. Yeah, but it's just interesting seeing like the difference between like say like um, Hetty, who is is like she's still playing like that those kind of slave tropes yes. that you see. Um, in movies, but but there's stuff going on. Like she's great, but then you see like the other like the guy that plays the just like the the main servant. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, like the guy that was getting uh, Bonnie on the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah Where guy. he definitely is like not nearly as strong as her, and he's definitely playing more like oh, this is the stock character I'm supposed to yes. play, and mm-hmm. that I've been playing in all these other movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she is. I mean, obviously they gave her a lot to do, and she, and. She executes uh, well. It's just, yeah, I couldn't. I I felt like early on it was like, oh, okay. Anytime they cut to the slave, or I guess at that point they would be freed slaves, or something yeah. Like that. But like, yeah, anytime they cut to them, it's is it like a comedy beat? Like, are they just jokes? But then the movie goes on, and, mm-hmm. and for the beginning becomes, is yeah, for the yeah. beginning. Uh, but yeah, then she becomes just a part of the story. Obviously, yeah, they she, gave she, her the big monologue of explaining what happened after Bonnie died. Yeah, she disappears for a huge chunk in the middle. Mm-hmm. Though she's not really in it at all. But well, she's not one prissy. Oh yeah. God! How yeah. did how did um, Rhett describes prissy at some point? He calls her like triggered, not triggered, but like something about. Uh, oh, she like, calls her a slow dark. Yeah, yeah, or she's, like or she's gone back into herself or something, or I don't know. I can't. But remember. I mean, there's stuff going on. Prissy's oh. had. Prissy saw some shit. Her lying and stuff. Like I was just like, why did I got angry at her? I was like, why did you lie about knowing how to deliver a oh, baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not an okay thing to lie about. She's yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I just really wanted yeah. to be a part of things. I was like, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> but even the way she like, they said, go get the doctor, and she hears her saying, like, la da da. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I never saw him. I like, yeah, I don't know where he is. Like, what the fuck? Like you, like it was almost because it's almost like and they they go out of their way to have certain characters like uh, Ashley even says it's like well if my if my father I was going to free free them once my father mm-hmm. passed away anyway but then mm-hmm. we freed them because the war ended and and, and the, the laws changed um but it's almost like they put a real like shine on with the exception of Prissy they they use Prissy as like the one you know slave character that's mistreated but they also go well she's an idiot who doesn't want to hit prissy yeah mm-hmm. but everyone else it's like they're treated they, they they just shine a real comfortable light on slavery yes that they and obviously i wasn't there so i can't say like no <laughs> none of them were like happy to be there but right. like it 
that's obviously not the overall feeling mm-hmm. of, of like how easily they're or how they were like get these Yankees out of yeah. here. It, uh, like it, it really made it feel like yeah, like they're fine. Don't worry about it. And well, actually, even gets a line of be like, "Well, we don't treat our slaves bad." But but the only the only two slaves you really see in the movie are the are the the house servants who yeah. were probably who were treated better than yeah they were house servants they weren't in the fields and yeah I think it was probably like they probably considered themselves to be very progressive at the time and maybe that's one of the things that's made it progressive little, slave owners although, no no but I mean it, when the, the movie was the made yeah yeah because yeah, they you know they gave like uh, man was such a good part and like and like yeah they're all like like good characters you know you know they they like them and they all like you know, get along and respect them. But like, um, that's almost kind of what makes it more problematic now. It's cause it's yes. like, ah, it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't like that. Like in a way, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly yeah. what you're saying is that that's part of what makes it hard to revisit is that in their attempt to be like, well, see, they're a part of it and we're not yeah. going to, I don't have to, I, yeah, I don't have to feel bad about watching them get whipped or anything, but mm-hmm. it's also like, but they wouldn't be that happy to yeah. be there. Like, I mean, cause it's, the three we've talked about, probably would be because they get to be in the house and mm-hmm. I think at one point they even say like well we can't do all that we're a house like we're we yeah the guy's like who's gonna dig in the field yeah. I, that's not what I do yeah so yeah. I and I know they would feel that way but they showed people from the field as well just kind of being like yeah we just sing and get our work done yeah. well even the opening crawl is like yeah. they mentioned like the glory days of not they don't say the glory days of masters and slaves but they kind of do yes yeah. yeah in a weird way where it's just like We'll never see those days again, sadly. Well, yeah, yeah. It's very simple. The whole kind of big part of the movie is like, oh man, it was so hard on the South, the Civil War. Like it was yeah. really hard on us. It's like, but, like, yeah. But but you guys were doing terrible things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, that part is weird, and I I I couldn't tell if Rhett Butler was supposed to be like, no, but we really know what's going on here by him constantly pointing things out. Yeah, because so much more of the movie is just. You gotta be. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Uh, Those Yankees are ruining everything. Yeah. If you to the way to remake this movie would be to do the Jojo Rabbit treatment, where yeah. it's, so it's like the set, like the south, through like Bonnie's eyes, kid. or or but, the first kid. But that's just it. Like the idea, of like someone who, like, even though it's like, because that's that movie is a marvel to me, in that it's like you're able to make a hero out of like a Nazi Hitler youth, where yeah. it's like people that are clearly on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, that's the way to do it around like someone like, yeah, someone like Bonnie who, mm-hmm. who grows up in opulence and doesn't know any better about her privilege. Yeah. But then sees the world crumble around her. Yeah. No, I was wondering about that too. Like, cause it's, this is based on a book and I was wondering if they did, if they could or would ever do like a mod- like adapt it again. Like what, how could you update it to make it like, again, I don't know if the book, how faithful this is to the, the book. Uh, the movie, this movie, but uh, yeah, also, you, should, you should read it, Noah, and let yeah. us know. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got. I'll, I'll put it on the list. Awesome. But no, I would have liked. To, I think Rhett Butler must is, be would have been a more interesting character to be the protagonist because he is kind of like riding both lines. Like he doesn't really seem to have a, a side. Like you know, he's he's a profiteering. He doesn't really have a political slant. So I think he would have been a more interesting like protagonist. Well, he's got the biggest arc in the way where he's like it, like Scarlet just seems to go by the whim of whatever's happening and 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 like we said but at least right at the end he's like nah I'm fucking done I'm out yeah. like I just can't mm-hmm. I don't yeah, give a shit what happens to he lost yeah he said Bonnie took everything so I mm-hmm. gotta I gotta go yeah mm-hmm. I mean we're both super stupid rich we'll be fine yeah, yeah. you don't have to worry about uh, I still think eventually Scarlet's gonna go back and figure out a way to like worm herself into Ashley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Ashley! Yeah. Yeah. I, give, give I, I gotta say, we we've been really shitting on uh, Scarlet. I did not like Ashley. 
There's too many times where he's like, oh, oh, I would have done that, but I guess, oh, it, I guess, I guess something, yeah. something, something else had, like, Free the Slaves, or even when she, like, got married to get money, and he's like, oh, no, oh sorry, yeah, about that. I was going to give you some money, but I, got, I guess you got married, so you don't need me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really don't like him. Yeah. No, like, his wife was by far, like, the most sympathetic character. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she dies. It was, it was very yeah. dark. Like, I... Yeah. Well, they, all the decent people die. Yeah. Like, even the guy, that, the, her second husband, who was like, fucking Sue Ellen. Nobody liked Sue Ellen. Is it Sue Ellen, her sister? Yeah, that was her yeah. sister. Yeah. She only got shoot on Contamine. I mean, she was a brat. <laughs> but Sue Ellen, even like when, when, what's her name, is dying, and it's like, no, they want to talk to Scarlett. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Sue Ellen can't get a break. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not you. Yeah. Not you. You <laughs> can't mourn her yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like, the, the good people... Get killed. What was the second husband's name? It wasn't uh, I don't know, the guy? I don't oh, know. Mr. Kennedy, as yeah, all I Kennedy, remember. Kennedy, Kennedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The old, yeah. He's the older guy. What? Mm. What? What? The thing that kind of did. I mean, it, we were saying how like, so many moments are like compressed down to a title card, especially mm-hmm. big chunks of the war mm-hmm. and other things. Um, the movie is really overstuffed, like mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. But it, it's not. It's at least for me that I I was kind of like enjoyed. Or was was pleasantly surprised by was the fact that it wasn't one of those movies that was four hours long, and I'm like, oh, like you have like it's you have two hours of story here that you've spread out with beautiful yeah. images, like it's packed. Mm-hmm. Like I see the story they're telling. I know even we were like when three hours in when when Rhett and her yeah. up, you guys are like, what the fuck is like what's next? Yeah, yeah. well, because I thought they was gonna end with them together. That's why when, when three hours in the war is over, they're married. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. We're going to see the disintegration of the relationship as well, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm glad, like, like again, I'm glad that it didn't end with them together because this makes more sense. It's a little more realistic. It's a little darker. It's a little more surprising. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad there was another. I thought the first hour, like, nothing really happened much. It was a lot of, you know, her meeting suitors and, like, a lot of, like, the. I find when, like, because I just didn't really like her, the characters, I just found it really hard to get invested into the dialogue and it all kind of sounds the same. It's like these, you know, very nice debutante balls types and I'm just like oh, where they have naps like, together in the middle yeah, of the party and I'm just I found it really hard to like get into the, the dialogue and the story where I'm just like alright like let's let's get this war going I just wanted to see them eat barbecue which you never actually get to see them eat any yeah. barbecue oh because she's, she's talking about she's she's kept, they kept saying are you going to have barbecue with me are you going to have barbecue with me I was just like let's see some barbecue <laughs> right. yeah we never saw those two yeah. creepy red headed yeah those, they're just gone yeah. after I guess, they, I guess they showed that they were paired off so it was kind of like yeah. Oh, lost, I miss that. She lost. She lost that. Uh, she didn't want those two guys. Well, I, more like the attention she gets from them. She lost. She lost that aspect of it because they got paired off once the the war was happening. Yeah, yeah. it's even. It's, it, I mean, the whole thing is a weird structure because it's like I don't mind the stuff at the beginning because it's setting up. Like, especially it has those great shots that later on when you see the ruin, mm-hmm. like those mirror images, like that great shot when she first comes back to the home and then it pans back and you see like half it's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes back yeah. to John Wilkes' house. Yeah. Um, John Wilkes Booth's grandfather. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, or grandson. Um, and, and, and just those kind of images are, are great, but you could have trimmed some stuff up from there. But it's just, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that second half is about other than just watching someone get their comeuppance. Yeah, I think that was... I don't think this makes it a bad movie inherently. Just for me, it was hard because I didn't feel like there was anything to, like, for lack of a better term, look forward to. (laughs) I feel like usually it's like, even if they stuck with, they need to get this amount of money to save 
to yeah. her or something like that. But like it, that things kind of get resolved quickly. So I'm just like I don't yeah. know what it, like yeah. we're building towards. It was a very Rexon. yeah, it was a very strange structure. Like I don't, Rex yeah. in trouble for two seconds, and he's like, yeah. oh yeah, no, I'm fine now. You got, yeah. like, got my money out of London. Now I'm a millionaire. It would work better kind of as a mini series, like uh, which I know didn't exist back then. Didn't even have TV, but like it would. I think it would be better broken up into like four or five chapters. You know, maybe show a little bit more of the war and the things that they kind of breeze over. The southern version yeah. of scenes from a marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even that. Yeah, I I agree because at least in that framing, I feel like okay, I'm watching the disintegration of mm-hmm. like Rhett's feelings for her, but uh, the way the movie plays out, I'm kind of just like I don't really know, like. And again, that doesn't make it bad. I just for me, it just left me. It pulled me out at times because I'm like, I don't know what like we're going towards at yeah. this point. Yeah, they don't give you a lot. Like they set up the home thing is very very strong, like all the way up to like halfway mark and a little bit into it. But then it's not until she's on the staircase and she remembers the voices of her father and of Ashley talking about how much Tara mean Tara means to her. Uh, but it feels like a shoehorned afterthought when she's lost everything else. Well, I would have even liked if that's what she ended on of like, right, why am I like trying to get with these guys? I have this, this is, or Tara is where I need to be. That's why I'm, <laughs> but she just drops that immediately and he's like, and there's like, nah, tomorrow I'll figure out a way to get him back. Like that it actually is about trying to get him back. Like that's her last thought. And I'm like, well, no, no, but no, it's that, but then it shifts to Tara. That's what she's saying when she's walking towards the staircase and then she. But I the thought voices. her last. I yeah. She's oh, like, she says tomorrow's another day. She and she's like tomorrow's another day, and I like that's when I'll think about how to get him back. Oh, I I saw that more as because she says that back in the location, right? No, where, I can't remember. But I, I took I took that more as like she's gonna go home and rebuild it. Yes. Oh no, you're right though. She does say a thing as like she'll figure out how to get him to come. Like back. maybe she'll go home and she'll be in a better headspace to figure out how to get him back. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> see, I was just like, why well, did that's. Yeah. I, yeah, it should have ended on her realization of like, because I feel like that's what they were hinting at the whole time. She's like, I don't care if people don't like me. I'm making money and this is mm-hmm. great. And like her dad said, this is the only thing worth living for, like your land. And uh, to bring that back, I'm like, oh, okay. So that's her arc. But then they're like, no, she, she still just wants a guy. They should have just called it the United States of Terra. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Uh... Are you glad you watched it? Um, I mean, just, I, I guess, I mean, it, it could go back, go back in the black hole for actually all I'm concerned. <laughs> can put it, we can put it back. Uh, it, it was a slog. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I don't regret it. But uh, yeah, now I can speak about it uh, a little more informed. But uh, yeah, no, it was tough. It was, it was a bit of a marathon. What are, what are, how about you, Daniel? I, I think I'm a bit more, po- not on the movie, but on my experience watching it, I think, yeah, I'm glad I saw it for being able to talk about it with more uh, intelligence. Uh, but I was hoping that I would be proven wrong a bit more and like it more. Yeah. Did you notice, are there any like moments where you're like, oh, that's where that's from, that's where that's from? I think I knew that, well, what for me were two big lines, which was, I'll never be hungry again. I didn't know what the context was, but I knew that, and I knew, frankly, my dear, I, I don't give a damn, so... I think I was waiting this, for those things. Yeah. Is this where Great Balls of Fire came from? The, so that was a question. I was like, she says that a lot. and That's, I like her, that's, that's her catchphrase. Yeah. I thought that was like a 50s thing. And this yeah. was made in the 30s. So, yeah. Well, because like, it's, it's the big song. But yeah, he probably, you know, maybe, I forget who, who uh, did that song, but maybe it was inspired by this movie. But it, it was made in the 30s, but the movie takes place in like the 
1860s yeah. through the 70s, right? Yeah. So Great Balls of Fire must yeah, have been, been uh, must have been an expression <laughs> yeah. from yes from 170 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about maybe you know I had stuff uh, where he's like that's, that's no, what? not really. Just yeah, those iconic ones, a few of the images, which again it's funny now in context knowing that like you know like those romantic embraces that you always see in this movie are not very romantic at all. Yeah, <laughs> they're very forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I remember when I watched it this time, I was like, oh right, they ripped that off in Hot Shots, one of the Hot Shots movies, uh, that parody movie Charlie Sheen did like in the eighties yeah, yeah. or yeah, early nineties, yeah. uh, where they they take they they. they Parody the staircase. Oh, okay. Um, the rape, the rape staircase. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the the rape slash miscarriage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Staircase. Yeah, that uh, don't worry, buddy. Maybe you'll have an accident, yeah. and then immediately. That's, yeah, yeah. This has the shortest like amount of foreshadowing of scenes too. Like uh, I don't know what you would call that. Like insta shadowing kind of. Where it's like something's foreshadowing, and then happens immediately after. Kind Even of. with the daughter, I thought yeah. for sure it would be like, oh, she'll make this jump, but then yeah. get cocky. Because yeah. they really put just yeah. like my father, just like my father. And yeah. I was like, people, oh no, well she can't, she can't fall this yeah. time. Because, no, she's dead. <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people die. Uh, it's called instant karma. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, just like the way, even the way the dad falls, I'm like, how did he die from the horn? Like he just kind of landed on his shoulder. Yeah. He yeah. That, even the, the girl didn't land. Didn't look like she broke her neck. Yeah, life I mean, is very when fragile. he got to her, it did look like that. Just I was like, "How did they get her body to look?" Like, she looked very limp. It was like, but uh, yeah, the actual fall. I was like, I mean, she should be fine, right? <laughs> but no, they no, they uh, got that thought out of my head immediately. Yeah, that yeah. was dark. That was dark. Yeah, but uh, but you know. Scarlet's a shit. Yes. yes. <laughs> not, not, the way, not the way I ever want to see a child die on screen, but uh, there is something to be said. And if there's anything I admire about this movie, it's that it doesn't like just, it's not a, a story about opulence that pays off, you know? Yeah. It's a story about, I don't know, I'm not quite sure what it's about. Like, it's a story about someone who's a bit of a shit who, when, when you know, when the, the tough gets going, she stands up and helps out and does the right thing. But then she just, it doesn't like change her for the long run. Like she still, no. she goes back to those shitty ways. Mm-hmm. And even in the end, I, I just wish there was a moment at the end where she kind of remembered who she was in the middle and went, no, like the, what I've been doing for the last 10 years or whatever movie there is, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to return to that person who I was. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and almost like, give the opposite speech of I'll never be hungry again, where it's like, I'll never be shitty again. I'll never, yeah. like... But no. no. <laughs> uh, during it, I was just doing, like looking up some quick... I was wondering, basically, uh, what Victor Fleming's, like, alliances, allegiances were, like, if he was from the South, or, like, if there's anything about mm. that. And I didn't look too deeply into it, but I did come across the fact that probably the reason why we don't talk about him as much too is apparently he was a Nazi sympathizer, well, uh, Victor Fleming. That's, so, that's one of the reasons why he's not like, I don't think discussed as much as for someone who's, you know, made two of the greatest movies in the year. But, uh, yeah. And Cooker and all those other guys of that era. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Cause having said that he did the, I, th- I guess you said earlier that there was multiple directors for this movie. Yeah. But the movie didn't... It did really seem like it was leaning into, like, what a shame for the South that they got rid of slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, it was like very much really like... really ruined these people. Yeah. 
Which yeah. is why, like, I'm surprised it did so well at the time. Because, you know, you think of, like, Hollywood. I mean, I don't know, this was a long time ago. Because you think they're mostly, like, you know, the liberal elites and all of that. You think that that, that, that would put up some red flags. But, again, 1939, maybe not so much. Yeah, because I was watching The General. That's the Buster Keaton one, yeah. right? And they were saying, like, yeah, the reason that movie could get made was because the Union soldiers were the bad guys. Mm. And so there must have just been a longer period than I thought of Hollywood being like, well, we can't yeah. sympathize with the North. Yeah. Like, you have to sympathize with the South. Because they were beaten. Yeah. Right, you have to, you have to sympathize with the, the people that were yeah. taken down. But it's interesting, because they also don't, like, even though, like, that opening sets up, like, the world before... But it's all just like this opulence. Look how amazing we are. We have mm-hmm. like day-long parties where we mm-hmm. have to have a nap in between. And yeah. our slaves wave us down like yeah. with giant feathers. Mm-hmm. It's only like 70 years after the events that this movie was made too. <laughs> like uh, between like the 1860s and the 30s. So like... That's yeah. the 50s now. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, more time now. has passed since. So yeah, I'm sure that uh, like... Victor Fleming and other people like involved in this movie, their parents might have had slaves or definitely remember slavery. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and the, fa- the fun times they had. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, even think about that. But yeah. it doesn't paint. But, but to that point, if it's about like, it doesn't even paint. Like you don't get a sense of what's a what's a day like in the cell. Like how was their life really like that it was mm-hmm. disrupted outside of this opulence? Yeah, yeah, because that that was like a special day that we see. We don't really see them day to day unless it's day to day during the actual war. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. We saw a big event they were doing. But they're all yeah. just so excited to go to war. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I was just like, ah, what idiots. Why are they so excited about yeah. this? Well, they don't even, because they, uh, well, is it Red, Red has that great line about how war and when it's over, people don't know why it yeah. was even fought. But it's like, the, you know, the Civil War was about freeing, well, it was about many things, but from what I know of history, American history, it was like, mo- it was a lot about freeing the slaves but there was about other things too, I'm sure. It was, it was economics. It was the, yeah, the way the North and South did business very differently. So I think it was more economics. But yeah, slavery became a big part of that because of the economics of slavery. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was an altruistic uh, on behalf of the North altogether. I think it was a lot of it just It like, was a way to break the South. Yeah. To, to be like, let's mess up their economics. Like, like yeah. just um, Because... They need um, the slaves to be able to operate their businesses. Yeah, so if we stop that, then they'll yeah. they can't they can't fight back as easily with us. And I, th- uh, and yeah, and I know he wasn't the president, but like yeah, um, Lincoln? Bl- Lincoln, Lincoln famously was mm-hmm. like, hey, look, I'm not here to say like black people are equals. That's not what I'm. Saying. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not. He, yeah, yeah, he has like that famous. Like yeah. you, I think it's written somewhere if you go to like the monuments and stuff like. He very famously was like, I'm not here to say they're equals. I just yeah. feel like maybe we should free them. Maybe stop whipping yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. That's no, all. Yeah, it was a strategic move. I mean, I'm sure there was obviously well, a lot of people who were, thought it was unethical, but yes. I think it was more like strategy and But it's smart, too, especially if like a large number of your population are slaves and you can turn them against their owners or the, or the yeah. white people. It's like then you've got less people on that side, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So your numbers aren't as strong there either yeah. because you can have dissent from within yeah. you know and then, your yeah. faction yeah I was gonna say and then they'll vote for you but I'm getting a little ahead of myself well, well, that, that was in the movie when yeah. he's like hey we're your friends and you should vote like your friends yeah yeah they have that mo- they do they go there they mm-hmm. do have that moment which is interesting but it's almost like oh it would be interesting to see a bit more of that yeah mm-hmm. like that's definitely if you were to remake this movie that would be a, a far stronger through line mm-hmm. especially if you're still having Mammy in it mm-hmm. I, yeah. I put it through Mammy's point of view mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, yeah, even that would be better. Yeah. 
But but it well interesting to see it through through those eyes. But also because someone who like, you know, sticks with the family has very strong feelings with the family. You know, the house the house slave who like is fine with is good with their position because they've been treated better than others. But that person that's in between, like those two different worlds, and they probably don't really belong with um, you know other people. Yeah. Uh, of her kind if she left the house right because she's been ingrained into this world for so yeah. long well, I mean, right? that, that, and that was done by design to make it make it feel like hey you leave the house like just imagine what'll happen to you yeah they're gonna hate, they hate you yeah. too this we, would be like a up. really good Martin Lawrence vehicle actually <laughs> instead of Black Knight <laughs> yeah, oh Lawrence. god <laughs> Martin, no, yeah, Martin no as Mammy oh, Martin okay. Lawrence says I could bring back his like Big Mama has costume oh <laughs> wow I would watch at least five minutes of that. And then everyone would feel bad about yeah. watching it. Oh. oh, no. Uh, so, uh, final thoughts on Gone with the Wind. Why is it called Gone with the Wind? That was in the thing. It's just because the, the, the good old times are gone with the wind. Oh, okay. That was so long ago. That feels like I forgot about that. That was yeah. so long ago. Final thoughts. Um, yeah, I guess I'm glad I saw it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was a technical marvel. And, uh, yeah, like, he directed the hell out of that thing. And, uh, yeah, it was some pretty pictures. But, uh, man, uh, that just was so sick of Scarlet by the end. Yeah. Yeah, I hated her character, but not her performance. I think, like, Vivian Lee doesn't try to make her into... Doesn't try to uh, heroize her. That's Mm -hmm. not the right word, but... Like, be, like she she gives in all of her flaws too, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think I like. The movie's aware that she's shitty. I think. Yeah, I think. Well, so. judged by the ending, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I appreciated the visuals. I think I did come away thinking I like Vivian Lee and Clark Gable's performances in particular, and I did kind of like Melanie. She really won me over by the halfway mark, I think. At first I was kind of like, what an idiot. And then I was like, she's just a nice person. Good for her. Yeah, <laughs> well that's way true. To, way to stick to your guns with just being a nice person. Yeah. yeah. In, in yeah. this world where it's so easy to be jaded and yeah. cynical and... Yeah. She's just a good person. So that made it worthwhile seeing those performances I thought were good. Mm-hmm. The Mammy stuff, I'm kind of like, I'm glad she won. I wish she got the award for doing something like almost anything else <laughs> yeah yeah uh well thank you for spending half of your day to do this episode yeah, thank you for it. having us yeah. this is a massive time commitment oh hey we, we did it congrats on 250 episodes exactly yeah also a big commitment that's a lo- i've spent a lot of my life doing this now now i've yeah. realized that <laughs> yeah that's well, i'm sure you've had many good times it's for me. I'm just happy it's now returning to like this, where I can have people over and we can watch together. Because yeah. for the last you know two years, I've most been doing it on Zoom, which has been great because it's, it's brought in people that don't necessarily live in Toronto, and so I can do it with people from around the world. Mm-hmm. But like this is the whole reason I started doing it was to, to sit yeah. down and to kind of like watch with other people and enjoy it that way. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to start doing that again, especially for this. This uh, episode, made yeah, me I'm glad we got to do happy. this in the same room. Yeah, no, and it looked great too. It was like the good, like the the version. I guess it was Apple TV you got it from. Yeah, you rented from. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, yeah. it's a four K yeah. file. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, if you're gonna watch you on the wind, yeah, yeah. you got to watch it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. A yeah. big ish screen. Yeah, we'll call bigger it bigger than my screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming over. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Let's all go to the Thanks for joining us for Gone with the Wind. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. 
please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.